Blog Talk Radio. wrestling yours truly it's one wait no it's the one the only brian rails who the fuck else on the first edition of off the rails uncensored 2021 so far it's been a crackerjack of the year to begin but like i said that's a different show for a different color horse so i'm going to start off by starting with some direction because most of my shows were very Whacked out because I was fucking tired Couldn't really focus because of Well The energy that I had folks was not There so let me just start off by saying like, My apologies about that so let's get On to some professional wrestling shall we Now the title does speak For itself because Cardi B made a response To Lacey Evans and what she said Now you see Snoop Dogg and AEW but before all that Bullshit let's get to WWE's NXT and then AEW Dynamite so, yeah, uh, New Year's Eve will start off the year 2021 for NXT, the very first show, going up against AEW's Dynamite, which the ratings have not started, but they will probably accumulate those ratings later on. So, let me read those results for you right now. There were some impromptu matches I thought were pretty cool on tonight's show with Gargano and Candice LeRae versus Kushida and Shotzi Blackheart. So uh, to start out the year, you know, Finn Balor's looking well from the main event. I'll talk about that later. But to begin, he say a promo for Kyle O'Reilly. So Damian Priest versus Karrion Cross. Uh, Karrion Cross looked very strong. As he, you know, that's to be expected. He did return, even though I'm not a fan of Karrion Cross. I didn't. Okay, so I didn't really like him even when he was in Wrestling Revolvers, Killer Cross. Guy is big as fuck. It's not why I don't like him. It's just his style in ring. His valet is not all that great. Uh, she, There's a lot of shit that I would love to point out. But like I said, um, I'm going to read that. So Scarlett talked him up, really. Is there anything new that this bitch doesn't do? I'm sorry. But to refer to talent as a bitch, it's because, honey, 
there are women that are better managers than you, and they know exactly what their place is. Is it just that? Is it just me, or does it seem that Scarlett's kind of just a eye candy? But I digress. So it says Cross keeps control of clotheslines from corner to corner. Cross tosses Priest outside with ease. Folks, I did watch some of this. I just fell asleep to some of it because it wasn't that it was bad. It's just really there's nothing appealing about it. It wasn't that entertaining. This match was not entertaining. So, okay, did Scarlett get involved at all? So he does actually give him a match. Okay, cool. My God. Okay. Da, 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 da. Doomsday Saito. Priest gets up days with cross charge with a huge running forearm. Running forearm. Really? Is that how the fucking finish was? A running forearm. Oh, okay. It says cross tears Priest down. Priest gets up and says he's still standing, bitch. Yeah. Um, there's a problem with some of what goes on today, but I'll get to that later. <laughs> you know what section I, I'm going to get to that later in, right? It's called Off the Rails. And I have lots of it about for both companies. There's reasons. Carrying Cross won big whoopie do. So she poses with Carrying Cross. Cool beans, man. Whatever. The match is over. And then we go to commercial break. Where the fuck is the next goddamn match. Okay, so after that, I believe it was Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. I have issue with Raquel Gonzalez. And do you know why that is? Because if someone sentons you or does a uh, twist, you know, not twist of fate, when somebody does their finish off the top and lands on you on a fucking table, and you get your happy little ass up and Raquel Gonzalez is not small by any fair, you know, stretch of the imagination. I get they may or may not be pushing her. I don't know what the fuck the plans are, folks. But, you know, it was a typical run-in with uh, Dakota Kai. What the fuck ever. I'm so I'm happy that she is latching on to the heel gimmick very well. You know, she did what Bailey couldn't do early in her career. But, you know, that's they are literally the same character game if you think about it. Dakota Kai was happy bubbly I'm a kicky kicky you know New Zealander uh, martial arts specialist Bailey's not a martial arts specialist but they're both happy go lucky and annoying at that uh you know they have the I'm the baby face gimmick going for not only the baby face side of it but Dakota Kai gets involved in this match with a kendo stick right so then you see Rhea Ripley shove her in the locker literally shove Tiny Miss Dakota Kai into the locker. She said, let me out, let me out. There's so much no-selling from Raquel Gonzalez, it's disturbing. Like, you know, you get knocked out with certain things. They tell you to go on. She gets thrown through glass, doesn't even sell that shit. She gets straight back up. It's like, man, are you the Undertaker or Raquel Gonzalez? Which is it? Then she chokeslams Rhea Ripley under the table, and then she's told to get up. I'm wondering if every worker that's ever worked with Raquel Gonzalez, you know, she does work safe. I've seen it. I'm not saying that she's an unsafe worker. I'm not saying she's a terrible worker, but there's, God damn, dude, there's room for fucking improvement with this woman. She's a great worker. I just, 
from what I saw with Rhea Ripley, if somebody gets slammed through a table, I guess now in today's wrestling, you know, we know this, right? Nobody sells shit. Nobody sells shit. She gets up and completely obliterates Rhea Ripley. Like, there's no fucking way, dude. When she blocks her with the steps, I'm wondering, because Rhea, like, grabbed her knee and screamed. It wasn't telling me that was, like, genuine pain. And if she was tough, she, these women in NXT are tough as nails. When Rhea did the, uh, I wouldn't say twist of fate, not whisper of the wind, but just she flipped off the top of the stage, right? Off the top of the stage. She's very high. She's maybe, like, 25 feet in the air. And you're telling me Raquel Gonzalez can get up. By the way, the questions for you can send them in at Russell underscore radio or Russell Radio Network forward slash Facebook dot com at underscore at Brian Rails on Twitter. I'll be willing to answer your guys' questions as soon as possible. And just a little segue. Thank you for all the fans that stuck with me and listened to my crazy shit. Even though I had no guests and was had lack of energy Still managed to put on a fucking show That's all. Anyways let's get back to that So that last woman standing match There's some irritation Levels with me uh, When I see Raquel Gonzalez It's not the fact that she's a heel It's not the fact that she's The bad guy It's her in ring skills Or like her inability to sell Certain shit like, you know, she stays down, then she's like, well, I'm told to get up. Look, I understand that people are trying to put you over, but my God, I have issue with, like, if somebody hit me with a steel chair and you get straight back up again, are you trying to be like Wonder Woman or something? That, that's my question to you, dude, is like, do you know how to fucking sell? Do you know how to sell a fucking move? The grant, granted, you know, she's trained at the Performance Center. And she went through the entire system. She's strong. She's supposed to be the new big bad guy. This is where this is where you fucking fail, man. In pushing somebody that doesn't she's there, but I wouldn't push her just yet. And my god, dude, if we're that if we're gonna be this stubborn with pushing somebody that's not clicking on all cylinders yet, boy, WWE, especially in the NXT women's division. It's both. It could be a help. It could be a harm pushing Raquel Gonzalez. Because if you move her up to the ladder of going for the NXT Women's Championship, which I'm assuming is coming since they're probably listening in on the show and saying, hey, we got to go up with what this bum says on uh, his show because you know, we followed what he wanted from WWE Raw or what she or what every other podcast host may or may not have said, which has no influence whatsoever because creative is just going to go based off of college kids who have a fucking bachelor's degree in writing and don't give a damn about the WWE audience. They just give a fuck about the check. There, I said it. Bleacher Report. They don't even fucking do the results properly, do they? Do they? Rhea Ripley, Raquel Gonzalez are once friends. Now they have become bitter rivals. Yes, I realize this, that they are once friends, but friends make the best matches. Sometimes yes, and sometimes no. Match wasn't bad. Raquel Gonzalez needs to learn how to fucking sell certain shit to make it even more dramatic. Like, if she gets hit with some object, and she fucking gets up right away. You know what I would do? I would take a kendo stick, 
or anything that's not nailed to the floor. And then I say, okay, you're selling this shit, kid. I know that's old school, but fuck. That really bothered me when I watched the match tonight because that was the only match aside from the Garganos versus Shotzi, Blackheart, and Kushida. The Cruiserweight Championship match, oh, yeah, kind of sort of paid attention to that. Not really. I actually fell asleep. Damian Priest versus Karrion Cross Again, at least it was a lengthy match, and at least Karrion Cross had variety of this time except for fucking shit. There are some people in this company right now that are really questionable at best as to really these people get you know the opportunity to wrestle in front of a live audience. Do you really fucking know what we really think? Some of you think, oh geez, being critical of very get go. Yes, because I have a certain segment that kind of seg. I was kind of segueing to what I'm going to be talking about tonight on Off the Rails. Escobar's ruined his chances. So many young stars. Blah blah blah. So it's okay. Zaylee and Bo are set to return. Da da da. Who the hell is the mysterious woman? Behind? Is it Kyrie saying? Is it, who is the mysterious woman behind? It? So wait, Dexter Loomis was the host. I don't. You know what? Dexter Loomis is great. So Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly. I know that match ended in submission when I was sitting there relaxing, trying to write notes for the show tonight. I did catch some of the match on air. But uh, I'm going to take a breather from ranting about NXT, and I'm going to straight up just go and find my way to AEW. You know why? Because I got a bone to pick for one reason. Is it because I saw Snoop? No. Yes. AEW Dynamite results. Before I get Snoop, this motherfucker better have a good review. Bullet Club reunites. Oh my god. The Young Bucks versus and SCU versus the acclaimed and CH two. Alright, Max Caster drops some rhymes and Anthony Bones in with Jack Evans and Angelico. Uh oh he they they dropped John Cena's name in there. Okay. Somebody's paying rights to Vince. It's Bones and Daniels in the ring for tags and caster. Drop kick. It's one count. Blah, blah, blah. I saw a little bit of this, too, right where it says Kazmat join up to hit a BT trigger on Bones for a two count. So, SCU and the Young Bucks win that match. Uh, and then after the match, Kaz re- reiterates that he and Daniels lose their tag match together. They are done. Yeah, okay. So, wait. Kenny Omega's name is mentioned. He kind of okay. Egad man, Jake Hager versus Wardlow is going to be interesting. He's going to give Hager the war he wants, folks. Uh, I don't need every sequence in the book, but Wardlow won the match. Okay. <sighs> Cage and Darby Allen. Darby has a new TNT title with him, complete with black strap. Cage weighs in it. 272 pounds. They did a weigh-in. That's okay. So we see a clip of AEW Dark Brody Jr. cutting a promo on Marco Stunt. That's great. Uh, Matt Seidel versus Cody Rhodes with Snoop Dogg. 
This motherfucker is the biggest bandwagon in the fucking world. I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm a Steelers fan. I'm a Browns fan. I hate Eminem. I don't, you know, at one point these two were bosom buddies, right? So, okay. Snoop Dogg comes out to remix of rapping over his theme. This motherfucker is the biggest bandwagoning fuck I have ever met or ever seen in my life. Once in WWE, he took rights to Sasha's theme, right? So, can't really take blame for that. Is Snoop Dogg a legend in the rap world? And no, because you can't deny that Snoop Dogg's not a legend in certain areas, but him showing up tonight, come the fuck on. Shaquille O'Neal was hinted at by Jade, and now you have Snoop Dogg. So you got a lot of big names coming through AEW. That's not a crime. I mean, Snoop Dogg's a great winner, but let me see here. So <laughs> I wonder if they smoked a big-ass blunt in the back. I don't care. It says, did Snoop get involved? Because I want to know. Snoopaloop has to move. They even gave this dude a nickname. Know why? I, dude, the reason why I jumped all over the fact that Snoop Dogg showed up is not because he's a bad rapper. It's the fact that this fool bandwagons not just in wrestling. He hops on the bandwagon to anything and everything. And that's why he wonders why I'm going to hate him. You love him, motherfucker. Yes, because uh, I don't know of very many rappers that would, you know, sit there and say, I'm the realest motherfucker. I'm, you know, new doggy dog. Dr. Trey's at the door ready to make an entrance. So back on up. I'm sorry. Music-wise, Snoop Dogg's appealing. Wrestling-wise, please get the fuck out. Him in the WWE Hall of Fame. Come the fuck on. No. <laughs> Him in AEW. Get the fuck out. You wondering why I don't jump on their bandwagon just yet? It's because, boy, you know, celebrity is a celebrity does. You know, you know, Cardi B responding to what Lacey Evans said. Now you have Snoop Dogg getting involved. Please stay the fuck out of wrestling, please. Unless it's WrestleMania or a big pay-per-view for AEW, then I can see Snoop Dogg showing up. But him showing up to match with Cody Rhodes, is it a crime? No. Do I care? Yes, because, as I said, he can do whatever the hell he wants. He's Snoop Dogg, right? First he gets involved with his niece, Sasha Banks. Then he gets inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame. This motherfucker doesn't realize when you get involved in professional wrestling, straight up, man, this dude isn't even trained, gives Travo Guerrero a clothesline. I'm pretty sure Travo's like, oh, man, that was pretty good cool to get clotheslined by Snoop Dogg, right? No. Me going off tangent, Cody Rhodes wins in the fourth match, AEW Women's World Championship. I'm not even, not even going to cover this bullshit. Nope. I refuse. Akira Shida is still a women's champion. Don't give a fuck. AEW World Championship. Ray Phoenix versus Kenny Omega with Don Callis. I'm guessing this was very high flying. 
and back and forth, spotty spot, high spot match. I'm guessing Kenny Omega won and was still the champion. Yep. So, Bullet Club reunites. Holy shit. I knew that this was going to happen with Impact. You know, they're going to capitalize on the fact that the Good Brothers are there. You have Omega. And, you know, Moxley doesn't really... Yeah, he's not really going to appeal to the Bullet Club because the Bullet Club's original members, Omega. Uh, let's see here. He beats him down with the baseball bat, so automatically he's already the heel because Moxley will forever be known as the tweener. See, I can get down with this. I'm not jumping on the bandwagon? No. There's certain aspects of the show that I like and dislike. AEW has a lot of stuff and a lot of content that will be involved on their show live, right? Snoop Dogg was my least favorite. You know why? And I'm not going to focus entirely on one point for AEW. The women's match, I could give a fuck less. Their sad attempt at women's wrestling in AEW makes me wonder, gee, you know... um, you can emulate WWE all you want when it comes to certain styles uh, and gimmicks being done. That's, you know, professional wrestling in a nutshell. You can copy and paste, but you will not be to the level of women's wrestling that's in, you know, right now. I don't care if it's NXT, SmackDown Live, or WWE Raw. The women in WWE are way better, than, in my opinion, than the women wrestlers in AEW. Because AEW just swapped together a women's division. Here, here you go. Brandy Rhodes and Kenny Omega are the agents in the head of the women's division in AEW. And here has the creative control over it. I don't give a fuck. Their women's division is so shitty. It has, okay, it has cast-offs from the Mae Young Classic. And why so much negativity towards these great athletes? Because I am saw the mad science experiment that was AEW's women's division. That's not everything about AEW, but my God, they have not a clue. The one thing that they tried to pull off, the biting on the neck, that's been done before, even before Shayna Baszler, Becky Lynch, you know, that was done in Japan. But to say that AEW or NXT had a good night, all I can say is thank you, God, for these two being the distractions we uh, wrestling fans needed from the bullshit that went on earlier today at Capitol Hill. Thank you for that. But, you know, let's take a break from the miniature rant and rave before the big rant and rave, or as I like to call it, therapeutic venting. If you'd like to become a professional wrestler today, you can do so. By joining the world-famous Monster Factory. Hop on the website, monsterfactory.org. Do not email the office. There's a phone number located directly on the website. There's also, if you are not familiar with Monster Factory, you can look up its history on Google and find names like the previous owner who was passed on. His name was Pretty Boy Larry Sharp. 
and operated out of Clemson. Now it is owned and operated out of Paulsboro. Again, if you would like to invest in yourself today and make your dreams of becoming a professional wrestler or manager come true, you can go to the world-famous website or the world-famous Monster Factory at www.monsterfactory.org. Make your dreams of becoming a wrestler, valet, referee, ring announcer, bell key, whatever you want to become. Monster Factory is amazing, folks. This place has produced guys like Matt Riddle, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Seamus, and so many other people that come through that lit, you know, come through that school. <coughs> Royal Money was on AEW Dark, folks. Damian Priest was the North American champion for a little tidbit in NXT. He's been headlining matches with Karrion Cross and various other people. I mean, look, there's a certain formula that must work, and it's actually executed to a T. But the uh, head coach, trainer, and owner who operates it in Paulsboro, New Jersey, Danny Cage. So, folks, that was the advertisement. Now, Angel Fishes, and for those who don't have weak hearts, this next segment contains explicit material and expletives. They're not appropriate and non-suited for minors under the age of 18. If your minors do repeat exactly what I say, this content, again, is suited for adults. So, please understand, my show is not for the weak at heart, and it does contain a lot of uh, very explicit views, very honest views, in today's product of professional wrestling. So, without further ado, monkeys in the truck, could you please hit my music? wrestling that need to fucking quit some of the time. <laughs> Involving celebrities to draw ratings is one thing. Now, and will Cardi B get involved in WWE? Most likely. Will Snoop Dogg keep bandwagoning to anything that he can get his hands on just to get ratings and appearances and get his ass out of the house? Sure. So that, you know, being said, celebrities have been involved in the past in wrestling and nobody gave a fuck. Like Lawrence Taylor, Mr. T. Uh, there's a long list of Cindy Lauper. My God, dude. Um, who else? Drew Carey. Who else? Oh, Bob Barker. Um, I think even Alex Trevette got involved with WWE a long, long time ago. Um John Stossel, 
got involved in the interview with David Schultz, which kind of just, you know, ended up as an episode of Dark Side of the Ring. But, you know, what kind of impact was Cardi B and Snoop Dogg going to have? They obviously got people talking about both companies. But enough about those two, because I don't want to give them too, too much credit, okay? They're two of my least favorite celebs to get involved in professional wrestling. Snooki and... Yeah, Mike Tyson that got involved. That was a good involvement with the Generation X. And, uh, you know, it helped the fact that, you know, Tyson, you know, the guy that's very volatile personality was. You got Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 14. I can recall a lot of celebrities getting involved. Not to say that these celebrities are a bad thing, but, I mean, come on, folks. When you have star power such as Snoop Dogg and Cardi B, which is, which to some people Snoop Dogg is still a big deal. I stopped caring for Snoop after a certain period of my life, okay? And do I still dance to his music? Sure, I ain't gonna lie. I can, I can uh, hate on and love on Snoop. I guess not really. What I'm trying to say is celebrities getting involved in professional wrestling can either be a help or a harm to your company. Snoop Dogg getting involved with Cody Rose, I mean, like I said, he's just trying to get his ass out of the house, you know, considering the fact that he's Snoop Dogg, man. And for people to put him on the level as Tupac and Biggie, y'all can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Nobody, please understand, when you message me, Please do not message me bullshit like that. Please do not. And the reason why I call him a bad wagon is not only through wrestling. It's everything in this motherfucker. He flip-flops. You could say the sky is green. And if everyone agreed to it, Snoop would sit there and say, oh, yeah, man, motherfucker, that sky is me. I'm telling you. See what I mean? He's a trend follower. Trend followers. <laughs> um, how do I put this? Some of, some of you guys irritate the ever-living fuck out of me. Why? Because no, there's no difference. All the same. Everyone believes in the same shit. No one says anything different. So, for those of you cult followers of AEW, cool beans. For those of you cult followers of NXT, cool beans. I'm not going to sit there and fault anyone for being an opposite, you know, an opposing wrestling fan. Because, look, AEW did what WWE did back in the day, and they bought out Impact. Was that a smart move? Possibly. Now they're basically doing shit that WWE never capitalized on, Okay. The wrestling any different than uh, independent scenes? No. And that goes for NXT and AEW. I mean, sure, it's on a, a grander scale. You go to NXT or AEW. But uh, let me just point this out. As far as getting ratings, going again. You know that AEW is going to win because people, for now, 
people who have not seen the show on TNT will be like, oh my god, you know, it's the show where that dude died. It's more than that. AEW was a company that no one really thought would last longer than a year. And here we are in 2021, and they are still lasting by, not by a thread, not by a small margin. They're lasting because they're pulling shit out of their, you know, they're pulling stuff out of their ass. And surprising the fuck out of people with stuff like The Bullet Club or Snoop Dogg. Bullet Club, okay. <laughs> they threw out the two sweet symbol, you know, and they're teasing it. This is what you're supposed to do in professional wrestling because then fans will be like, oh, the Bullet Club, this is badass. And, you know, I have a friend that'll sit there and say, well, WWE never took full advantage of when they had the, the Good Brothers, Luke and Carl. They didn't want the Bullet Club because it be, you know, the other... I wonder who bitched. Because it would take the attention away from guys like... You know, he's a good dude, but Randy Orton or John Cena at the time. I don't know if John was still in the company or if he was doing movies. But around that time when Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, AJ Styles were around, they call it the OC. I mean, come on. Just call it the fucking Bullet Club, man. That could have been a great story. I know. I've seen the Bullet Club in action in Japan. I've seen... There's a shit ton. There's there's UK. There's Japan. There's stateside Bullet Club. Imagine that, folks. You've got a group of guys that have that much impact worldwide, and it doesn't get put on as a story. Come on. I think that's why Omega turned down... WWE, in my estimation, because not just because of the Bullet Club, but let's speak on this for a minute, shall we? Even to begin off the rails uncensored for 2021, WWE has the habit of taking a guy and putting him in their molding him and their vision, okay, and what they want to perceive as what the audience will like or dislike, and that's the fucking problem. On main roster and somewhat NXT. Raquel Gonzalez, I'll bring up. You know, she's a good gal. She she knows how to work decently. You know, as an aide to Dakota Kai, and that gimmick, you know, is like the Diesel Shawn Michaels gimmick, where Shawn would always seek protection from Diesel, and then it kind of came to a head. Is that what? Is that where this is going? Raquel Gonzalez is all of a sudden going to turn into a face because of what? Dakota Kai might do, which people may or may not be expecting that, but I kind of am. It might not happen for a while. I mean, they may build Raquel Gonzalez up to be the more dominant figure like Rhea Ripley was in 2020. They're like, they used to be best friends. Of course they were former best friends. They were in the Mae Young Classic together. Fucking shit. But like I was mentioning earlier at the very beginning of my show, she's not a bad wrestler. That's not the fucking issue. If I hit you over the head with a steel chair, if I do whisper in the wind, or any kind of high-flying maneuver drop kick or missile drop kick off the top rope, 
if I do a Macho Man Randy Savage elbow on your chest and land you through a fucking table and you get your happy little ass up, I will make sure that we have a meeting in the back after that shit. I will make sure to tell you that if you don't sell my shit, I will go A-class New Jack all over your ass to make sure that, hey, I made a fucking point. You don't sell my shit or you you know try and handle me. It's going to be hell on fucking earth. There, I said it. Because I've watched some of her matches. She gets up after she gets obliterated. Uh-uh. Starting to wonder, girl, if you were to go up one-on-one with Bianca Belair or Charlotte Flair or anybody who like, must have done your job, you got you riled up. No, she didn't rile me up. She made me mad in other areas and other facets of the fucking business. Could someone please tell her that when you're facing off with someone just the same size as you or similar height to at least so I don't care if it's – yeah, I do care. Never mind. I lied. I do care when it's one or two moves that make a normal crowd member see what you just went through. She, they should have – oh, they would have gotten mad if it was a double countout. I get it. But she just chokeslammed Rhea Ripley through two tables on the stage area where you could tell it was fucking set up because that's wrestling for you. Anyhow, she chokeslammed Rhea Ripley, and she took herself out. Barely beat the fucking count. And she wins the match. Is it was Rhea hurt? Because the same thing with Io Shirai. Was Io hurt? Her her wins are very unexpected, but they're wins nonetheless. And like, well, if you can't help to say it, if you can't do it, then why are you criticizing? Dude, I used to fucking wrestle. Okay, does that answer your question? If I didn't sell with some of the guys that I worked with, holy fuck, we'd be having a long-ass conversation in the back. And let me explain this to you. If you do a spinning heel kick, that's fine. You get up all uh, woozy and groggy, and you sell that shit to no end. Selling in professional wrestling is a big fucking deal. If you don't, if you don't think that it is, call me old school. I don't give a fuck. If you're watching an indie show and the guy fucking oversells it or under, you know, at least sells something, a body part, a leg, a shoulder, an arm, you get hit in the head with a steel chair, you get knocked in the face with a kendo stick, or you get a barbed wire bat, and you mesh it all over their face, and you get, somehow, you get right back up. Again, I don't think she's a bad wrestler. I think that it irritated me to see her on more than one fucking occasion sit there and not sell five, six, seven sequences. Had I been there and she come back through the curtain after the match, I would have looked her dead in the eye and say, okay, can we talk? You got to tell a story. They did. Well, then what's the problem? I tell you what the fucking problem is. Every time that she had a major move done to her, and I get this, they're supposed to expand the match until a certain time frame. For her to win by accident once was enough. I don't think this was an accident. But dear Lord, 
dude. If you're hurting, then stop the match. You're not feeling well. <laughs> I would rather have you puke in the back than not on, you know, on me. Thing is, the, the point is match etiquette. If you're a worker and you know what I'm fucking talking about, if you're a fucking pro wrestler and you were taught to, okay, then this is what bugs me. If someone does a move and they don't sell it, I guess that's the, like I said, is that the modern style of wrestling now? I'm assuming it is. Also, I told you all I was going to review AEW. There's still the shiny new toy, folks, believe it or not, even after almost two years of being in existence. And I want to know one thing, you know, if... Anyways, folks, this pause room, you know, roommate came to give me some notes. If you're in the middle of a match and someone, you know, comes out, uh, introduction, my bad. If you're in the middle of a match introduction and you see Stoop Dog come out, what do you do? He said, man, this is cool. I'm wrestling against a dude who's coming out with Snoop Dog, the biggest bandwagoning fuck. In rap history. I don't care what people say. Oh, he's legendary. He's helped produce a lot of people. He's a music genius. He's an icon. There's no doubts about his accolades and his achievements in music. But, you know, what's funny is the celebrity appeal in professional wrestling, it's either there or it's not. And I, for one, like I said, I'm one of a few people, possibly many people, that don't want to see his ass. Because during a West Coast war, East Coast war, this fool, I don't care where, what you are. But if you side with one group of people, who your enemy, who you are enemies with, that makes you look like a fool. It makes you look like someone who is naive and nonchalant about a lot of shit. That's just Snoop for you. Great rapper, but I don't think he has any business in professional wrestling. Come the fuck on with that shit. They're like, oh, we can get them involved because this they had him, but they didn't use him. Come, if they keep up with that formula, I'm going to tell you straight out right now. AEW is going to be successful, but then they'll figure out Later on, you know, Tony Khan has the financial backing to do so. <laughs> There's always going to be something for me to pick at. Just like, you know, every critic has something to fucking pick at. I don't think that they're bad workers in AEW. And I think, like I said, they took advantage of rounding up all the wrestling companies that they could find, like New Japan and Impact. Because then that gives them even more of a roster to utilize and use for AEW Dark which props to Royal Money and all the people that made it from Monster Factory on there. Uh, oh, and there's also a dude that wrestles in the Dark Order. I forgot. I completely forgot about that. So it's not that some of the workers are good. 
it's the fact that some of their stories and some of the way their styles of matches are. That kind of just makes me wonder, okay, which direction is AEW headed? Does it include compelling TV? And my friend Chris could probably tell you, well, it's better than the predictability in WWE. Well, my response to that is, isn't some wrestling predictable no matter who it is? AEW, WWE, Impact, Ring of Honor, Future of Honor, it doesn't matter. Wrestling can sometimes be predictable and sometimes unpredictable. AEW's unpredictability is going to either end up helping or hurting them. The whole thing with Brody Lee Jr., uh, I feel kind of, I'm not going to... I'm not going to touch on that but with the whole Marco stunt thing, which, uh, you know, again, my thing with Marco stunt, he's five foot two, five foot four. And I tend to feel like there's going to be some issues with my thought process when I see Marco stunt work with jungle boy. Um, Again, a lot of these guys you have to build the professional wrestlers, some of them don't. Um and their skill, yes. Do they draw an audience? Yes. I'm not discounting that idea, but like I said, you know, me and my buddy who lives in Columbia, we get into this, you know, friendly debate about which company is putting out their best fourth effort to present a wrestling show to its audience. And so far, both AEW and WWE are in the match with Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor tonight, for example. Why it's eh, instead of, holy shit, I want to watch this again. Because companies that have the tools <laughs> that are using them, but they're not using them. Back when NXT first fucking started, I can tell you guys something. It was special and it still is, because no matter which class of guys and gals are in there, they still can get into you and produce you produce for you a certain level of stories and it's new feud, new rivalries. That's what I love about NXT. When I went to main roster, uh holy shit, three hours. It was a long while on Raw. SmackDown Live does a much better job. So you think. Also when you already have an established division and it's not the same match over and over and over again. It's just a different style of match. That's it. And so, what separates AEW or WWE from each other? Well, I don't hear anybody from WWE mentioning anyone from <laughs> AEW, but yet John Cena's name gets inserted. And they're somewhere tonight on one of someone's raps. Not that he's involved with the company, so it really can't be a trademark. Is that what you just said? 
again, dude, not that I care, but um, if one of the executives gets a hold of tonight's AEW taping, which I'm sure they did, they're going to sit there and say, okay, no. AEW, they're giving people opportunities. I don't consider them to be a bad company. I just consider their style of matches to be very loose and reckless. Considering you want to say it's entertainment, no, there's a difference between entertainment and sport of professional wrestling. If you have both sport and if you both have entertainment, don't those go hand in hand? I mean, I would consider AEW because, you know, they do have Sting, right? And they're using him less, which is smart because the man is 61 years old and he's still healthy as a horse and he's still one of my favorite workers, top favorite workers ever, wrestlers. So, if you want my honest-to-God explanation on what the fuck is going on with the world of professional wrestling and who's giving forth their best effort... Um, that's a toss-up, folks, because I can not find something wrong with each company, but just point out, man, if you think for one second that celebrities are going to appeal, hmm, maybe, maybe not. No one holds control over that remote except for you, man. And I'm just answering this question because he just asked me, he's like, well, I don't like it. You know, should I change the channel? That's up to you. Whether you like AEW or not, please do not shove it down. The same thing goes for NXT. If they don't care for WWE, it's for a lot of reasons. If they don't care for AEW, it's for a lot of reasons. So... I have about eight minutes left, folks, on the show. What I will tell you is there are potential guests that have messaged me through Facebook Messenger and also Instagram on my Instagram. So for those of you asking questions, will I have a guest this year? Instead of writing it solo, you bet your ass I'm going to have a guest this year or guest. And um, on another note, folks, if you message me about politics on this show, it is a professional wrestling show. I will not discuss politics with you, and I will not fall into the trap which has been set by some of you. You know who I support politically, some of you, and you know who I'm going to go through. So I'm just going to leave it at that. If there's any political, religious, or anything discussion that you want to discuss, that's for another podcast for another day. I have been contemplating coming up with a show as Lady Lynn will join me on that show. Well, we're only be running one day a week. I have not set the date yet, and I will not set the title out till later. But I will be running a separate show outside of professional wrestling, go fucking figure, where there will be a lot of columns because we're basing off political, religious, various animes that we watch and love, and also... We'll be reminiscing about past Saturday Night Live and random subjects for the night or day. So that being said, folks, take what you, make with it what you will. Celebrities involved in professional wrestling, celebrity is a celebrity does. 
And also goes under the old adage, you're not going to please everyone. Doesn't matter if you're AEWs. Doesn't matter if you're NXT. Just give us a fucking story so that we can latch onto and get even more distracted from this bullshit. Right? And with that being said, if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Really, forget about it. Two of those bitches I got to sleep get more of. Thank you for listening to my show, Lavia, Indonesia, Canada, Tokyo, Japan, the good old U.S. of A, Germany, Switzerland, you know, Brazil. All of you wonderful people from London, I love you to death. Sydney, Australia, I love you to death. Um, thank goodness, the Virgin Islands, holy shit. Uh, the Philippines, India. I love you all. Good night. Toodles, bitches, for real. I gotta go. Do good. The cultural personality. The cultural personality.